0: Hello Elite Marketing Pro community, this is Mirinda coming to you live in the Elite Marketing Pro community on the Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of education, inspiration and motivation, just to get your day started right. So for those of you that don't know me, I'm an Elite Marketing Pro coach, uh, I'm from South Africa, so um, I'm very excited to be here with you tonight. I'm going to share five tips with you how to deal with a negative spouse or partner when you are building your business. So for those of you that don't know me, hop onto um, the live with me, tell me where you're from and uh, I'll give you a shout out as we go together. And those of you that know me, it's great having you here, popping in and uh, sharing this daily dose of awesome with me. So let's jump right into it. So as you you hop in, just give me an idea where you guys are from and uh, at least I can say hi as we go along. So step number one in the five steps to deal with a negative spouse is secrecy is not a strategy. So for me personally, when I deal with someone and it is built on a lie, you you can't go anywhere with that. So in a relationship where you're either married to someone or it's a life partner and there are deception and there's lies, um, for me that just doesn't sit right. So for me, from the word go, that business proposition that you start out with is done on the wrong foundation in my personal opinion. It has to be done in good faith and When trust is not there and you have to lie about something, for me, uh, that's a red flag. So number one for me is secrecy is not a strategy. So hi, Annette. It's good to see you from Southern California. So number two is share the vision. So share the vision is when you get that partner or spouse of you involved in what it is you do, you will have more buy-in because more often than not, people are... Um, resisting what you want to do because they don't understand what it is you want to do. They don't know what you want to do. So that creates the confusion, that creates the resistance because it's the fear of the unknown. So when you share with your partner or your spouse why you want to do this this journey and take on this journey that you want to do, that shared information creates a base of trust, it creates a, a base of common ground it creates a shared goal, it creates a shared um, vision towards why you want to do it. So, and if that why obviously includes your family, so much the better. If it's just for, for you to, um, you know, enhance your own financial uh, situation and not your partner, I think you'll have resistance for sure. So, when the why is clear, why you want to embark on this, um, this journey, you'll definitely have more buy in what are the vision and the benefits for you as a family? So, um, you know, I'm in a family situation, so I'm going to relate it to what is the family. What What is the benefit? What, what is the end result in 12 months from now? What do I want to achieve? And this is what I'm going to have to do this month. So you have to reverse engineer it. This is why I want to do it 12 months from now. This is what I want our life to look like. This is what I see for us as a future as a family. So if I then reverse engineer it, bring it back to this month, What needs to happen right now, this month, in order for us to move towards that goal? So I also find that when you dream together, it becomes more real as opposed to just talking, talking, talking. They've never seen the business. They've never met your business partners. Um, They only go on the hearsay at the office or the family, and now all of a sudden you expect them to just be on board like that. It doesn't happen like that. So when you can share and dream together, if, um, for instance, if your partner likes golf, Why don't you go and hit a couple of golf balls at a particular golf range that you you would like to do? Go dream build about a new set of clubs and say, you know, when X, Y, and Z happens, this is what you and I can potentially do. So what I found with my kids when I was building my network marketing business full on when I started out, my kids were still very small. So for me, an annual planner in in the kitchen worked really, really well. So again, it's the fear of the unknown the resistance to what is going to change in our life right now. Everything is going smoothly. Why do you want to rock the boat kind of scenario? So if you can have an annual planner in your kitchen or anywhere where the family sees it, I got my kids involved and I said, right, so these evenings are the, remember I come from a very, very old school background. I worked offline for 11 years. So I'll give you five minutes to feel sorry for me that I only came across EMP literally 14 months ago. So... When I was out building my business, doing what needed to be done, I had that planner up in the kitchen, and I had the kids fill in where are the meetings and where are the rewards. So they knew exactly which evenings I worked at home. If I had to do something network-wise over a weekend on a Saturday, they knew exactly what time I'll be out, and so did my partner. So the problem with when your partner does not know, it has an influence on your household. So who's going to be responsible for the kids? Who's picking kids up? Who's dropping kids? Who's going to be next to the sporting field? So when you are excited about your new business, you tend to forget all about that. And the partner who's negative at home, the only thing he or she can focus on is what are the extra responsibilities for me? What are you going to do out there? So when there's open communication, and I want to I want to vote for over-communication in this instance, that everything is on the table. There's no surprises for for the surprises for the, the the spouse that's not too keen. If there's a clear objective as to what are what is expected and what are the new roles that will be defined in that relationship for that period of time you build your business, you'll have a far more supportive partner in your journey. So the planner worked really well for me. Where I had my meetings up, where I had the rewards up, even when we go away as a family camping or what would the incentive, it was on the planner, so every single person knew exactly in the household what was happening. I just touched on the roles that, that will change, so if you all of a sudden start networking and you have to do large, you have to do trainings online with, with um, your team, it has an influence on your household. So when you have to schedule things around that, make sure that the roles are very clearly defined. Because otherwise, you sit with a a spouse that that feels like he or she needs to do everything all of a sudden because you're chasing this thing. Have you noticed when they're not on board, they talk about this thing. They don't talk about the business, they don't give it a name. It's the thing. And once the money starts coming in and they start seeing the the rewards, then all of a sudden they become far more excited about the business. So let me quickly give a couple of shout outs before I go on to number three. So Thomas, hey, Cole, hey, great to see you. Billy, hey, good morning, Billy, Paul, Wendy, great of you guys to, to hop in. So if you have, um, an, if you started out with a negative spouse or partner, just drop me a one. If someone in your team that you closely work with are going through the same struggle, just drop me a two and, and we'll start chatting about this. So number one, secrecy is not a strategy. Number two, share the vision. Number three, are you treating your business as a hobby or as a business? Because here's the reason why I'm asking that. If you are treating your business as a hobby and you are out, if you build old school, if you do a hybrid method where you still have some of your team offline, some of your business online, when you are out with your business, or if you are building purely online and you are sitting in front of your computer six to eight hours a day, and you are not treating your business as a business but as a hobby, you will have resentment in your home because you will have a relationship with your laptop as opposed to the partner that you're sharing your life with. And if there's no results coming in and they can't see anything moving forward in your business, it will be met with hostility and resentment. So when you are working your business, make sure that you treat it as a business. So what would a couple of points be that I could help you with that could make you treat your business like a business? First of all, have a game plan. If you have a game plan, what does the next 12 months look like? Reverse engineer that, what does the next month look like? Do you have a coach? Are you accountable? Have you agreed terms on the finance in your household that is about to change? Because if you think you're gonna embark on a new business and there's no capital outlay, that's not a business. When you work online, you need an ad budget. When you work offline, you need to make sure that you have gas in 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 your car, you need to make sure You've got a cell phone account, there's always expenses. If you are showing offline business plans, you're going to have coffee shop uh, bills that you have to pay. When you work online, there's coaches, there's, you know, your ad spend, there's a likes campaign running, there's a myriad of things that a business requires. So are, are you upfront with your partner as to what is that number? And my experience is when you work closely with a coach, they can help you to set up a budget that can get you going. And I clearly remember in the beginning and recently still, I've asked with, so if I allocate a, a budget per month for ads, what is a good budget to start with? And he gave me a number, and that's the number that I factored into to my budget. So be clear on: Do you have a, a, a coach? Do you have a timeline in which you would like to achieve certain goals? Have you checked out your your budget? So, time wise, how much time will it take? Because those are concerns that you need to address in your partner's mind that that partner or spouse of you might not be comfortable translating yet because of the fear of an argument. But these are the things that that is definitely going through their mind. How much time will it take you away from us? From How much money will it cost? Will it actually work? And another one that is important that few people actually think about is, who will you be with? So if there's been incidences in your relationship where there has, has been third parties involved, or things are not done the way it should be be done, you can for sure expect your staff to be jealous. So be upfront. Who are you are going to be with? So I'm going to work my business. I'm going to work it at these certain days. These are the times that I'm going to work when I um, am on a Zoom call with someone. These are the people that I'm, I'm trying to connect with tonight. This is my coach. And make sure that your partner is as part of it as possible, as most as you probably can do, because the more involved they are, whether they, they give input, of course they can't give you input, but just from a, a perspective of communicating with them that they feel they're part of your lifestyle, they don't want to lose you, it's the fear of the unknown that makes them upset and that makes them resist you. So let's see what some of you guys have said, so <clears throat> if there's any of you that have had negative spouses, um, I'm looking for a couple of ones. So, yeah, a one and a two, a few twos, yep, absolutely. So also, when you have a clearly defined game plan, you don't you don't have the guilt. So when you leave the home and the kids know exactly when you, where you are or if you're in front of your PC and the kids know for the next hour, this is what I'm going to do, there's no guilt. But it's because when you and I just spend countless hours in front of Facebook not doing what we should do, that's where the problem comes in. And that's where the guilt comes in because you can't fake no results. If there's no results a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, something is off, especially if you work very closely with a coach, with a game plan, and you've got uh, uh, serious goals set in place. So what would number four be? Make it count. Whenever you are working on your business, make it count. For me, I'm very distracted. So if, if I don't, uh, have a clear day set out, a daily planner for what's happening in my week and then I bring it back to what happens tomorrow, I get distracted and sidetracked. Now when you spin seven plates, you're a network marketer, you're a mom, you're a daughter, you're a sister, you are a business partner, you're an upline, you're in downline. So there's seven roles just in that. So if you spin a lot of plates, it is so easy to get distracted and a day has gone by with absolutely no results. So make sure when you work your business, you are working it. You're not just hanging out with people, because that you can involve your involve your partner or your spouse. In. So make sure that you make it count when you work. Another thing that I found, and and especially in in your downline when you start working with with a team, don't dump on your partner. They are the most fragile part of your team. That's your partner or your spouse. So when that partner or spouse are already a little bit negative or not 100% on board, it doesn't even have to be negative, if you come home and dump all over that person about what X, Y, and Z did, and this didn't work, and this is bad, that's not helping. Does it mean you have to never be real about it? No. But in the beginning, just shelter that person a little bit, that that person can warm up towards the idea, your spouse can warm up towards the team you're working with, the coach you're working with, and slowly but surely start bringing partner or spouse into your your life, in, in your business life. So the last point, number five, is share and celebrate the win. For me, that's critically important, and that's one thing that I've always, always not been good at. And recently, the last year, to be very honest, I've become a lot better at it. In in terms of how do you share and celebrate the wins as a couple, how do you share and celebrate it as a family, and how do you reward yourself? And that's not to say if you have fast connections, connections on Messenger today, that it should be three parties, one for you and your husband, one for you and the kids, and then then one for you on your own, and then one with the team. No, 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 that's not what I'm suggesting at all. But if you run a crazy life, sometimes a quiet cup of coffee without any kids, without any phone, without any client around you, is a serious reward. I know for me that is. If I can sit outside with the puppies, and I've got three brand spanking, three-day-old, two-day-old puppies. If I can just have 15 minutes of peace and quiet, that to me is a serious reward for me. You have to factor in rewards as you progress on your journey. So let's quickly see who's in here. Uh, hey Brian. Hey Tom. Catherine, hi, great to see you. Billy, you are here yet. One for the time I'm spending. Absolutely. Jessica is here. Awesome. It's great to have you guys here. John Melton is in the house. Can you believe it? Hi, John. And um, so how do you share the win? So as a couple, could you have a date night? Could you have just fun without the kids? And it doesn't have to be that kind of fun. It can be a coffee date, for for goodness sake. Can you have a pizza date with the kids? Can you have, let's go for ice cream on Sunday if you have done certain steps during the week. It, it doesn't have to be big, elaborate goals and, and rewards. It has to be something that the family agreed upon. Is there an upfront contract in place to say, right, This is the aim for the next 12 months. This is what I'm going to do. How does it involve us as a family? What are the rewards as we go on this journey together? Because with you, it'll go quicker and it's going to be a lot more friendly in the house as opposed to you not supporting me and I have to do it all by myself. If you still have a negative spouse or partner, work your tail off. And when that first couple of dollars come in, set a date. Without the kids, even if it's a coffee date, even if it's twenty dollars you make, because here's the thing: if you can make twenty dollars and your team is that big, how much do you think you can earn when your team is this big? How much do you think you can earn when your team is twenty thousand big or fifty thousand big? Can you see? You first have to have that little taste of success to get your partner on board. Take him out for a coffee. Take him out for a take away, if that's the only money that came in through the business, and say, you know what, thank you for your support the last month. No attitude, n- n- nothing. Just support and be gracious and, and grateful to say, this is the 50 bucks I made this month. Thank you for your support. Thank you for the extra help with the kids. This coffee is paid by the business. And I, I, there's no one else I'd rather celebrate with than you. So thank you. this is a journey that you're allowing me to be on for us as a family. So I hope that has helped you today because I've seen so many people get derailed in our business where they don't know how to deal with a negative spouse and they, they think hiding it and doing it in secret is the answer and boy oh boy, that is for me personally the worst possible thing. So let's quickly recap. Secrecy is not a strategy. Share the vision. Are you treating your business as a hobby or as a business? And uh, number four was making it count. And number five is share and celebrate the win. So, as always, remember, be big, be awesome. This is an amazing, amazing um, community that you and I have access to. Be active in this community, and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow, same time, same place, 1pm.